What is up, First Stop Nation? We are coming from you live in the afternoon, not the morning. Uh, so hopefully more of you are listening in live today. Yeah, exactly. This is a late 3 o'clock pop, but it's with a special guest. Austin's roommate from freshman year, Angelos, is with us. Welcome, Angelos. How are you? Thank you, guys. I'm doing amazing. Good. That's, That's awesome. So are we, because it's 3 o'clock and we're actually awake for our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so tell us about yourself. What, what are you studying? Where are you from? Uh, okay, so I'm from Greece. Uh, I grew up there. Was there until I was I came to college. Um, I study film and international studies, and yeah, I love film. First podcast, first first uh, first interview. As I was telling you, uh, I I usually do the interviews. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what else. Yeah, uh, no, right. How to so, elaborate? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's dive into more on that. So we see on Instagram like you're always interviewing people, going kind of in these crazy places, filming these awesome places and stuff. So is it kind of just kind of an independent kind of freelance thing that you do just kind of out of fun? Um, yeah, well, it's not, I mean, it's definitely out of fun, but um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's most, I mean, I guess it depends on how you define independent uh, because most pro, I mean, actually all projects are usually funded by uh, different scholarships and stuff. So I most of the time travel on my own, but then I have backing, but I have my own space and um, I'm able to basically explore what in whatever way I want. Yeah, awesome. So who, who gives you the scholarships? Is it like BC? Um, yeah, it's usually, uh, there are many, there are many um, different sponsors that are connected to BC and then from them, uh, I just connect with other people and then meet more and it's just, Fun. Wow, that that sounds really easy. Actually, <laughs> might check it out. Um, I don't know about that. No, but yes. Okay. How many? Like, I don't know what I'm about to ask, but what's your kind of genre for? Like, who do you tend to interview? Is it anyone? Is it anyone that will put up money for it, or is it just you have like a niche? Because you had like Noam Chomsky. You know what? Yeah. Last semester. Well, yeah, that, that was, was like crazy. That was probably one of those that I well, I didn't get paid to do that. Okay. Uh, that was because I I like his work. Okay. Um, but um, well. So, okay, I should make it a bit more clear. Um, so most, I've done mostly documentaries and that's because you can get easily funded for documentaries. Okay. So if I wanna say, okay, I wanna do, uh, I have an idea and there is um, some sort of uh, inequality going on in, uh, in Africa and uh, I, I know about it and I have a good plan and I wanna film that, then I will make the proposal, I will travel there, okay. uh, I will be, not paid. I mean, I get paid means that you make money out of it. I don't really make money from the sponsors, of course. Right. Uh, they would be upset if they heard that. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I could potentially, potentially, I, I, I highlight that make money afterwards from the production. Okay. But so far with the documentaries, to be honest, has not been the case because okay. they've been quite specific. Mm. Um, oh, it's like a niche audience. Yeah, it's very niche and not. I mean, I I don't think they're. Okay, I mean, I'm getting started, but uh, they're still not something that most people would want to watch. It's more academic. Sure. No, it's more of that kind of big brain stuff. Yeah, but then there is the more sort of commercial stuff, which is, I mean, people hire me to do. Let's say uh, BC has, uh, I don't know, the latest one that I did. They have the orientation leader position mm. for the summer, oh, and right. they asked me to do their video for that to promote yeah. the position. Oh wow! Yeah, wow, that's pretty. That's, okay. that's pretty sweet. Okay. Yeah. So, do you own? So, when you film it and you go to publish it, do you go through someone to publish, or do you own the exclusive rights to say the documentary? Are you working for say like a three BM Productions or? Um, well, I have to say that 
I'm not the exec, so the executive producer is not me because I don't fund the project. Okay. So I have okay. to say executive producer, like uh, this program from BC or uh, this sponsor. I see. Okay. Um, but I, I do have the rights. Yeah, I mean, the only thing is that whenever I interview people, let's say um, when I did my first uh, uh, documentary on the refugee crisis in Greece, mm. I had to make every refugee and every official that spoke to me on camera to sign, but they released their... Uh, the, the video and I can use it for for the film. Yeah. Otherwise, I could just sue afterwards. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get some libel claims yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah, okay. Interesting. Yeah, I was curious about that. Yeah. So in terms of, so you're given a budget, you work with that. So other than, other than that, you're not really given a lot of constraints, like, um, creatively? Well, I designed the budget. Um, okay. I mean, obviously, if I say, okay, I want a budget of uh, $50,000 to, uh, to film a project, they're I mean, most likely, I'm not going to, I mean, at least from one grand, I'm not going to get it. Um, yeah. But, well, that's that's the reason why, uh, I'm glad you asked that, because that, that's the reason why um, some of the films that I made are so niche, uh, are targeted to a, niche mar- to a niche audience, because basically that was the only way to get a scholarship. Yeah. Um, mm. So, I mean, I don't know, for example, uh, one film that I shot in France over the summer was on anti-Semitism in France. Mm. Um, and I mean it was not easy but like it was possible to find people who would want to fund that mm. so I I took the opportunity I was like okay I'll get to film I'll get to get some experience and then I'll also <coughs> create something that may not be uh, <laughs> a box office hit yeah, but uh, right. it's gonna be at least on my portfolio and right your marina will panda fund it or something yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> um so do you post them all on youtube or are they like vimeo or what, what is your kind of main source of like dissemination um yeah youtube i would say so far because okay. yeah i mean I, I i don't see why i mean okay i guess vimeo is a bit more professional but uh not many people are on it yeah you you have to pay for it uh oh okay yeah i mean it I has know. a limit of uh five i think five gigabytes per week for oh. each video, but every video okay. that I post oh. is like 20 gigabytes, so I can't even post one video. Oh, wow, I did not know that. Yeah, really it's kind of like SoundCloud, though, right? Okay. Kind of how we do it. Yeah. Right? yeah. We have to pay yeah. for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I guess I never knew that. All right. Mm-hmm. Could you walk through the production process? So you're given a project. Are you doing I'm, I'm shots doing an scene idea. by scene? Uh, okay. So let's say, okay, I, I speak with someone and they are... Uh, let's say I speak with the head of the film department... And they're like, well, there's this interesting idea. There is this thing going on. Um, there is anti-Semitism in France. And likely you would be able to get funded if you yeah. came up with a good proposal. So I'm like, okay, I do a bit of my own research. And then there are grant forms that um, I have to fill. So I will have to write a few pages on what it, what it is, uh, background research, some... Uh, other books or sources that may have helped me, my contacts there. Okay. Um, and then budget, equipment, what I need. Okay. And then I send the proposal. Hopefully, it gets uh, accepted. Uh, and then I go into yeah, the right. rest of the process. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Wow, that's pretty. That's pretty sweet. So as far as um, uh, what was I about to ask? I had an amazing question as I always do. Uh, <laughs> no, I forget it. Um, oh, your equipment. Do you own your own equipment or do you rent it and? Well, I started with not owning any equipment. That okay. was like three years ago. But then um, I just realized that there is no point in that. And okay. it's just very tiring to not own equipment. Plus, 
you get to become so much better at uh, shooting with your own equipment when you yeah. know how how to use it. Yeah. And also, I mean, I, I don't mean to be rude with the BC people, but they're uh, uh, yep. their yeah. equipment is not is not great. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, we know. And also, I produce independently, as I said too, so I can't really. And also, they they won't let you have their equipment for more than two days. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you have to just like go back and forth to just not worth it. They're kind of incompetent a little bit when we've yeah. dealt with them. It's kind of like hit or miss. Like. Yeah. Well, that's the thing that's unfortunate because um, I'm interested in film, film and media too. I used to be a film studies double major and then I went to a minor. And I think maybe I'll pick it up in a minor senior year because I'll have more room to. But um, talking to alumni and stuff who are trying to get into media and film and all that, it's definitely like a very underdeveloped like program at BC, which is unfortunate, you know. Like, because, like, all the bigger schools like Clemson have these really nice kind of equipment and stuff, but you work with what you get. And, yeah, I guess. We get those yeah. little small Canon cameras, and that's what we shot on. It's exactly. just like, yeah, it's not ideal. But what, what do you shoot on? What, what is it that you use? Um, I have a Sony a7 III, yeah. okay. um, which I actually bought uh, two or three months ago to replace the Sony a6500. Okay. I mean, I, I don't know if you guys know no, no, what no, that means, but uh, a bunch of different letters and numbers. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Well, it's uh, yeah. it's uh, they're called uh, I think they're called prosumer cameras. They're between I mean, professional cameras tend to cost th- thousands of dollars. Yeah. Um, I mean, even up to fifty, sixty thousand. No, yeah. And then cheap cameras can cost like two hundred, so yeah. somewhere in between there. Okay. Fall. The yeah, hybrid ones. Yeah. Gotcha. What do you edit on Adobe or? Adobe, yes. Adobe, okay. Premiere Pro, yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what we use. That's what you use, right? On the for the when we used to well, film we used our to do podcast films. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I did Adobe. Yeah. To but, um, PC. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. When did you um, did you get interested in film at a young age by watching movies and stuff, or is it just kind of? I know some people get it through film, or they'll have a camera and they'll shoot things around the house, and they just like the aesthetic of, kind of shots and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I would. It would be nice if that was the case, but like I wasn't like the guy, the small kid running around with a camera the whole day, <laughs> no, just yeah, yeah. Uh, shooting stuff. Uh, I mean, I al- I always like to um, like even when I was very young, I always like to shoot like family situations, like yeah. when they don't know it. But like that's I mean that's not very professional, I guess. <laughs> um, I would say I got more interested um, in uh, two thousand I uh, I decided to go to Harvard Summer School for two months, mm. and um, you 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 basically picked uh, one university course uh, that you do quickly in two months, actually two, and I thought okay, one okay. of them uh, I was like film directing, why not? Yeah. And then that's when I made the first uh, the first film, which. Is terrible now. <laughs> when you look back, you're like, oh, crap. Yeah, well, although although I have to say that uh, it is the most successful one on mm-hmm. YouTube that I've ever posted. Wow. First one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. For, it's for the wrong reason successful. Oh, but, okay. Uh, yeah, it almost has... Uh, no, yeah, I, I think I checked yesterday. It has 149,000 views. Wow. That's, awesome. That's uh, a lot of views on YouTube. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. yeah. I, I don't want to talk about the like-dislike ratio. But, okay. Uh, <laughs> Nice. <laughs> no, I go to uh, well. So it's funny because the first year I posted it, I said okay, short film, whatever. Yeah. It had like two hundred views, um, and then I was like, okay, what if I get a bit smarter with uh, with the title, mm-hmm. and maybe I will get a bit lucky. So um, then I I said okay, I said like funny short film, whatever. Like still very low views, uh, and then I realized that I have uh, the two main characters in the 
in the film were uh, was a gay couple. Okay. Oh, okay. So I was like, okay, maybe that's gonna be catchy. So on the <laughs> title, I said, "Gay short film." <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. And so, that's what got all the views. So then it started getting so many views. Um, but then started growing the concern that um, my name was in a terrible short film. Sure. So. Oh, I see. Uh, now you're linked to a gay short film. <laughs> nice. Okay. And uh, so at this point, and at this point, it was getting like I don't know, half of them were dislikes, half of them were likes. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it's terrible. If you, I, I wouldn't recommend you watching it. But um, okay, yeah, no, it's fine. Then I was like, okay, how do I improve that? So then I changed the title again and I said, worst gay comedy short film, so that I. I almost intentionally made it terrible. Nice, nice. And then it kind of, yeah. Yeah, like and now it has 150,000 views. That's crazy. It's <laughs> so funny. Oh, my God. I remember we looked, I think, freshman year, because Austin told us, yeah, my roommate does, like, film and stuff. So we went on your YouTube page, and we saw, like, some of, like, these prank videos that you would dress up, like, in an older mask. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. Was I mean, it, like, Greece or somewhere? <laughs> or some random... In the language, we didn't know the language. Oh, no, it was yeah. probably good or something. Yeah. Yeah, we were just like, wow, that's kind of funny. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, now it's been... Uh, I've uh, I've disconnected it, so I yes I tried to remove my name from the old, so those, those older videos, uh, so I have another channel which is for more serious stuff. Okay. Which I can't, I mean it doesn't have much attention yet. But, uh, <laughs> okay, no, yeah, it just takes I, I can't have uh, fancy titles like this. But um, yeah, worst gay documentary ever, right? Anti-Semitism in France. Worst anti-Semitism. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. You tried YouTube for a while, right? I tried, yeah. I tried to, but I was more like traditional YouTuber. Like tried vlog, vlogging, vlogs and stuff. Vlog, yeah, I, yeah. reaction stuff. I'm on TikTok now, but I don't do like the dances and like reaction videos like that. I do like just short comedy sketches and stuff like that. Uh-huh. It's just easy to pick up your phone and start recording right away. You don't have to do the whole planning, editing, and stuff like that. So yeah, could you? Tr- could, I was thinking video. about this the other like yesterday. Could you actually export like your TikTok videos onto YouTube and make kind of like a? Yeah, I could a compilation almost. Yeah, almost. Yeah, I could. Just like a bunch of sketches that way, and then you can link it back. Right? Yeah, just another channel to do. Exactly. I don't know if that was easy or not, but no, yeah, yeah, but yeah, YouTube is. It's there's so many people on YouTube that it's hard. Like, I don't know what the stat was, but it's crazy how many new videos are posted every single day on YouTube. It's insane. If you were to sit down, I believe this was this was an old stat, but if you were to sit down and watch every single YouTube video like from start to finish, every single one it would take you like 350 years. Just based on how much content is actually on YouTube. And this was about like two months ago. So it's probably grown even more. I mean, there's so much video footage and just random crap on there that they would take you 350 years. 350 years to watch everything? Everything, single thing, from start to finish. That sound, that doesn't sound a lot. I mean, there are probably like millions of... No, v- yeah, but there, I mean, what's the average video though? Probably like, what, 10 minutes? Maybe. Yeah. Right? Probably very it's a lot of 10 minute videos to make up yeah. 350 years of film I mean, that's yeah. that's a lot yeah no it is it's it's crazy there's so many on there and it's and i think you've mentioned this a few years ago when pewdiepie and all those people kind of blew up on youtube they were at a time where there was really really small creators now there's so many creators that everyone's kind of diffusing all the blowing up and like money that you can make off youtube across all themselves right yeah not, you can't just like post something and get like become a millionaire like pewdiepie anymore right yeah. you have 10,000 other people doing the same thing you are. Yeah. Well, I think the big thing was like 2008, YouTube was just like a hobby. People would post for hobbies, but mm-hmm. now people look at it as like an actual career because you can monetize it, use ads and stuff. Um, so that's probably the biggest change. But it is a good way for like filmmakers to get exposure by just putting a video out there. You don't know who's going to watch it or who's going to see it. So I think that's really exciting about kind of that platform. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. True. Yeah. Do you know who, um, you were mentioning kind of the political documentaries. Do you know who Lauren Southern is? 
no. Okay. She was she was uh, a conservative uh, documentarian, very small underground. She did kind of the South Africa crisis and stuff. So when you mentioned the refugee thing, I would ever wonder if you ever cross paths because some of those people, like those underground people, usually kind of cross paths anywhere. Okay. Now, yeah, she she blew up, but then she's gone. She just dipped from the whole kind of scene. But she did South Africa and kind of the the uh, depopulation and, and removal of uh, white South Africans from, you know, land or whatever. And so mm-hmm. that was kind of her okay. gist. But wow. she also did some stuff in France about Marine Le Pen and kind of okay. national, you know, France and stuff. So I'll have to look her up. Yeah, she's she's interesting. She's an interesting one, uh, in my opinion. But, yeah. you know, so. What was your favorite project you've ever worked on? Uh, great question. Um, well, last summer I also worked in, uh, in Cannes in uh, France mm. for during the festival right. um, <laughs> wow. but that I mean it wasn't a documentary so uh, I, I guess it was just the most interesting in terms of uh, different than the others yeah um, so I my job was basically to um, well at first I was more of, a, of an assistant uh, pr- production assistant uh, but then so basically we were i was with this company called deadline um and we had this uh, villa that they were renting and celebrities were coming in and they were uh being photographed and interviewed and uh but then after a point i somehow told them that i was smart to tell them that i have my own equipment as well mm-hmm. and then the producer was like okay maybe take a few pictures and we see so i took a few pictures i showed i showed them to him and he was like oh Maybe you can actually take pictures for us. Mm, okay. So yeah, then I got to do some uh, celebrity uh, portraits and uh, wow. um, yeah, I got to. I mean, I got to basically direct some di- huge directors, That's which cool. was scary, but uh, <laughs> it's definitely interesting. Yes. Yeah, for sure. So when you're in, in Cannes, did you actually like present any of your material or no? Well, no, I I wasn't there. I was there to work. I wasn't there to. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah, I mean, there are many short uh, film festivals for students and stuff, but I I didn't really um, even try to do that. Yeah, it's probably pretty competent, you know, pretty yeah. intense, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, did you ever go to, like, Sundance, like, in... No, no, I, I have actually never... As I said, I, I've always focused on... So my commercial work is for uh, different uh, organizations like BC or uh, other, other companies, but then... Um, the the show the the documentaries have been more uh not mass audience so uh i didn't really i have i haven't even really tried submitting uh to any bigger film festivals yet uh i will in the future with my next film project but uh nice do you know do you know what you're gonna do next uh i think i do yes so now i'm preparing to go to um to lebanon uh after school in maybe maybe may or june and um, it's well, I I I, I, I did quite a f- quite some research before, um, and now it's it may be slightly easier for me to get grants because I I've already produced for them a couple of times, so they know me and okay. they will trust my judgment more, I guess. Um, so yeah, Lebanon. Uh, there's a lot of demonstrations going on now, and right. um, I have quite a few contacts, so it will be. I hope it would be easier to get some good material out of it. Yeah, well, for sure. I don't know, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Would you ever do the Israeli-Palestine conflict, especially now that they have a two-state um, solution? Or is that too much of a hot? Well, I mean, issue. 
I mean, I, I, I don't think that the, the two-state solution that uh, Trump suggested the other day would ever work. Mm. Uh, but I don't know. I'm actually taking a class now on... Uh, it's called the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, uh, who teaches that? Um, Peter Krause. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It's a great class. Okay. Um, but at the same time, I wouldn't want to do something that I feel ha- I feel like has been done a million times. So okay. maybe by the end of the semester, if I... I don't know, if I find out something new about the conflict that nobody has spoken about yeah. and I see that people would be interested in, maybe. But okay. uh, just a general overview of the conflict, I think, would be boring. That's, I think you bring up a fair point. It is kind of not overdone. Yeah, it is kind of overdone. Yeah. Right? And it's like, yeah, okay, here's another one of those instead of like, oh, well, something about Lebanon or something about you know, Greece or something like that. Okay, cool. Wow. Did you ever do anything? Because the only thing I know about Greece and Greek politics is like the Golden Dawn, right? Them from like 2013. Oh, yeah, Did you ever have, do anything about them? We have a great reputation. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, the, uh, not really because the okay. Golden Dawn was more uh, popular a few years ago when I was getting started still. Sure. Um, yeah, now they are, I think, most of them in jail. So, yeah, right uh, there. <laughs> no, yeah, yes. they all got arrested. So, uh, okay. uh, so yeah, um, unfortunately not. But uh, okay. it's it's definitely an interesting. I mean, also there's a, there, there was a lot of foreign press. Yeah. Because imagine you know about this, and it was like a small political group in Greece. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, I just I knew it from like the 2015, 2016 populist revolts around Europe and the U.S. And it was like Golden Dawn was one of like the furthest to the right. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I always wondered like whatever. No, I knew they all got in jail, but I always wondered if anyone actually like did something about them. But I guess it was. It was after 2008, so like it's the the, the recession kind of died down, you know. Yeah, so yeah I mean, much. I guess their uh, uprising in Greece was more of a political reaction to the to 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 the anger of the people because they just wanted something different, and they were like, okay, like now we're gonna just destroy the politicians by electing uh, neo Nazis. Yeah, right. Uh, so right. <laughs> neo fascists. I mean, yeah, yeah not, right. not not a great idea, but no, uh, right. They got. I mean, they get. They had some popularity, but again, it's it was kind of temporal. Yeah, I think it was like I don't know. I think it reached maybe five, seven percent. I'm not sure, but right. somewhere there. Yeah, for a startup, that's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, take a quick music break. We'll come back talking about Newton. 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 Oh yes. Okay. Oh, let's do it. Let's, let's do, do it. it. All right. Stay tuned. Welcome back to First Stop. Now we're going to talk about Newton campus freshman year because we were all on the same floor and that's where this whole thing started. Right. What were your thoughts on Newton? Did you like it? Did you not like it? There's always been the, the debate. Is Upper better than Newton? I say Newton. Well, I, I, I always felt the need to complain to BC because I just remember um, when I was doing my application for BC. No, I actually, I think it was after I had been accepted um, that they asked you about living. Sure. And I had never, because I lived in Greece, I had never seen actually any of the universities that I applied to. Oh, okay. So uh, I think one of the questions was, where do you want to live? What, what's your preference? Mm. And the first one the first one was Newton. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, I had no idea what the other holes meant. Uh, so I was like, okay, Newton, maybe it's like a new a new building or something. Oh, so new Newton. Newton. Oh, yes. shoot. So I basically <laughs> uh, sentenced my own self to, to live there. Oh. Um, which I guess from my response you can understand that I didn't really like it. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. 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 I mean, I hate. Also, I, we always complain about the bus system. It's terrible. Yeah. It yeah. was not not good. Now I think that's. I think this is the reason why most people don't like Newton is because of the buses. I mean, I don't know about you. If you, if there were other reasons, but I, the bus was kind of the main issue. Well, because right? they don't tell you when, when it's leaving. No. It's just like it's waiting there, and then you hope that you by it. the moment you get there. I, I remember every time I was running. 
I was doing a uh, full sprint to get to the next station <laughs> yeah. and catch it there. Right. It's um, shit. And it so really many was. times, I think in the in the beginning of the semester, I had um, I always had another pair of shoes with me so that mm. I could run to campus and then I would change the shoes. Okay. okay. Yeah. Just because the bosses, yeah. Good exercise. I guess. Yeah, it's great I exercise. Guess, I guess. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, the Quonset hut, speaking of exercise, wasn't the best, right? The hut wasn't the best. For pretty terrible. Pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully they put more money into it now that we have a new academic or new athletic center. But they, they didn't get anything new after they built the gym here? I don't know. Did they? I have no idea. I don't think so. I don't know. We probably hear about it. Yeah, we yeah, probably right. hear it from right. Randall Frick. Like, Yo, the hut's so sick now. Like, okay, <laughs> calm down, John. Yeah. Um, also with the winter months, like I know they have yeah. one heater in the bus stops, but they should have more than just one heater because it's just brutal. It's cool. I mean now especially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It just, it, it, I think also what they should probably have too is I know they try to do this with like the law school campus is have this like random shuttle go in between say the bus routes, so you have like this black kind of van that comes by and picks you up and stuff. They should have more of those, right? There should be kind of a, a bus every ten mm-hmm. minutes, a bus or a transport every ten minutes for those odd times, right? Because think about when the bus left. It left at 8 o'clock or on the hour, 15, uh, 30, and then there wouldn't be another bus until back on the hour, right? They planned for everyone going to class, say, at like 9 a.m., you'd have an 8 o'clock, an 8.15, 8.30 bus, and that was it. And they didn't have anything before that. Should be kind of a continual rotation, I think, in my opinion. But yeah, I think they should increase a bit their budget on, on buses. Actually, I was, I mean, don't ask me why I was looking at that, but I was looking at the... Uh, <laughs> the the files from BC and all their expenses oh, yeah. and costs. Uh, I think it was maybe, well, I mean, the two numbers are quite different. It was either 300,000 for the buses or 1 million oh, yeah. every okay. year, but um, either way. That's actually... Maybe, well, I guess maybe... 300,000 yeah. would probably make sense, no? Yeah, probably 300,000 would make sense, but that, that does seem low given, like, probably maintenance is probably the huge one, gas. Actually, yeah, probably more. Probably, probably more, more, yeah. And then also just like the amount of buses we have, we have, I think four shuttle routes, two main ones, Com Ave and Newton, right? And so I think maybe I don't know, increasing the number of the buses. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that is that is an issue. Um, but as far as our floor, I think our floor is pretty solid, right? More or yeah. less. I think we had we had some pretty good people. What'd you yeah. think? Yeah, I mean, put <laughs> <laughs> you on the spot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, yeah, there were some amazing people. Uh, although I I I, I only. Uh, probably speak to you guys now, but yeah, um, yeah there were. Yeah, there were some characters. characters. <laughs> some funny stories. Yeah, yeah. Some sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you decided to move off campus sophomore year. Yeah. Right? And are you in the same house as last year? Yeah, I've been I've been living there for two years. Okay. And I will nice. live next year too. Nice. Yeah. Do you prefer the house over dorms? Oh. Yeah. Oh. That yeah. was a stupid and question. I, I go to get the. Um, so the house had ha, has four rooms, and one of them was like twice as big as the rest. Yeah. Um, so the first day we got there, we were like, okay, how do we do this? We still want to pay the same, so that it's equal, but somebody has to live in the nice room. Right, right. Uh, so we just came up with a number of like small challenges, and the winner would just stay there. Oh, no. <laughs> so, well, that's, uh, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, I won. And I, <laughs> <laughs> I won. I've had a nice room for two years, though. Okay, nice. Yeah. It's in Cleveland Circle, basically. Around yeah, those. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Those are nice, I heard. Those are pretty nice. Yeah. It's, it's decent. Yeah. Yeah, we have, we're kind of the same way. Like, I, I hate dorms. I just, I just don't like the concept of putting two people in one room. Maybe it's because I'm an only child, but, like, I literally cannot stand that, mm-hmm. right? I don't know about you, but... Because Europe, Europe has a common space and then individual rooms for their dorms, right? So, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, then we yeah. don't. 
<laughs> I know it's pretty um pretty tiring actually. Yeah. I mean, I loved Austin, but sure. um living with someone two oh, feet yeah. apart, uh, f- five feet apart is always not yeah. great. No, especially if you're on different schedules, right? Right. I mean, you had kind of a similar experience, right? Two different yeah. schedules. Absolutely. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Yeah, I mean my I mean my I, I lucked out with two Jacobs were really I mean, full of words today. Um, yeah. I um I had two really good roommates, um, you know, freshman year and obviously sophomore year, but still I just didn't like the kind of I'm always dependent upon their kind of crap, right? If they put shit everywhere on the floor, like now I gotta clean this up, right? Kind of thing. It's just I don't know. It just depends. I feel like I got lucky because both years my roommate Gerard, so I went with him freshman year and sophomore year, he was always kind of out of the room. Yeah. So it was kind of like out of room to myself, but mm-hmm. wasn't like I had uh, someone who's in there twenty four seven, so yeah. I guess that was a good benefit. But sure, no four triples. We didn't have to deal with that. That yeah. that was oh, that would be yeah worse. We can't yeah. oh, complain. No. No. no, we really can't. But Ugh, so and we're gonna stay in the house next year, our house too, for the same reason. Yeah. Stay mm-hmm. up camp instead of going back. So, yeah. which everybody was surprised at. I remember right. one of Austin's friends was very upset, like not upset, but surprised that we weren't going back to campus. And we're like, what? We're right across from campus. Right. Get your own room, kitchen, bathroom. Nice so, house, too. Why would you so, give that up? Yeah, why would you yeah. give that up for a mod? You said it's paying less. You cal- We calculated out because it's less than what a dorm would cost really? per semester. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. Yeah, per, per month, your monthly payments are much cheaper if you live off campus than it is on. Um, are, are, you, are you sure that's... Correct. Yeah, because Walsh. So there's there's like five different tiers of dorms. Like the top dorms are like twenty one fifty. The mods, like you pay the most per semester. Oh, you pay more. For yeah, me? you pay more. So oh, like I, I was, was in Walsh. I paid more than I did on Newton. I didn't realize. Yeah. Yeah, because everyone just applies for the loan and then they just take out money from there. No, there's a tiered system, and so those there's like I think five tiers, and tier three was like Walsh. Um, Greycliff was on the bottom, like kind of those, those, all oh. those were stratified. But if you divide it out per month based on each semester, it says, I think it's like $5,500 a semester. Well, if you divide that out, you're actually spending about $1,500 a month and fifteen, $1,600 a month. And so we pay much less than that. So we're saving and that obviously goes to food and stuff like that. So yeah, I know it's much cheaper mm-hmm. off campus. So, um, that's kind of why we want to stay too. It's like, why yeah. spend... Why give BC fifty nine hundred dollars basically a semester when we can actually have that and kind of put an extra money? But that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, absolutely. Yeah. So you're communications or no? You're not in communications anymore, right? You're in yeah. international relations and and Phil. Phil. Okay. What made you decide on international relations besides obviously being kind of an international traveler? Um, well, I started with communications and then I, after a year and a half, I thought, okay, like I don't really like whatever I'm doing, yeah. and I. I thought, okay, what have I learned the last year? Uh, I'm sorry, if, is any of you communicating no. to a journal? No, okay. No. Um, I actually make And then I thought about it, and I was like, okay, I haven't li- really learned anything. Right. So I was like, okay, at least let me focus on film, which I know that I want to do, and then yeah. uh, I thought international studies is a good area to uh, to have some knowledge in, because you do a lot about politics, and maybe I could get more informed about my documentaries, and sure. um, it's quite more challenging than communications okay um makes so sense. yeah international <laughs> studies why not yeah oh that's fair yeah it's mm-hmm. in the, it's in the poli sci department right or, yeah okay. i think i think so right yeah, yeah i think so yeah. <laughs> are there classes for that is it a popular major like is it big lecture hall classes for well, that, or is it small you, you can't uh you can't i couldn't change it to a major because i declared it this year okay. um and if you want to do it as a major you have to apply separately and be accepted from the freshman year oh interesting uh, oh wow okay yeah but i that's why i'm doing the minor so okay yeah nice awesome 
what do you want to do afterwards? Are you going to pursue film, basically, exclusively, or are you going to do... Oh, that's a great question. I, right. I don't know. Um, well, for me, because I'm international, also I have the, the problem that in order to stay in the U.S., I have to be employed by someone. Mm. So ideally, I would want to work independently after graduation, but um, I can't really do that if I want to stay in the U.S. Sure. So probably I'll have to work in some production company or uh, some media company. I don't know. I have no idea. Sure. Do you um, want to stay in the U.S. specifically? or? Well, yeah, in the, at least in the beginning I would. Because if I just went back to Greece now, um, I probably wouldn't be able to do anything about film. Mm, okay. um, so, yeah, it wouldn't make sense for me to go back okay. now. Why is that? Because there's just, like, no jobs for it? or Well, no I mean... It, all the jobs, I mean, entry level jobs in Greece are. I mean, all jobs in Greece are first of all very low pay. I mean, mm. I think the unemployment rate for uh, people seventeen to to twenty seven is like uh, probably like fifty percent. And then uh, probably if you got out of the best university in Greece, um, your first job you would make I don't know probably like six hundred dollars a month. Oh wow. Oh, wow. um, yeah. If you got a job. Okay. And oh, in geez. film, there are no jobs because there's not really a huge uh, industry. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it wouldn't make sense to go back now. Okay. Wow. I didn't, I didn't realize it was $600 a month. That's like unemployment pay in like Germany or, you know, here. That's, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Jeez. What, I'm curious, what other, so you were always planning to come to the U.S. for school? Were you always looking to come to the U.S.? Yeah. I, I don't know why. I mean... I have this dilemma now whether or not it was a good choice mm-hmm. uh, because all, all of my friends are in England okay. um, mm. and it's just actually I, I'm trying to write an article about it now uh, I was just summing up the costs and everything and see like try to find out if it's actually worth it um, yeah I think starting here overall is about um, $360,000 for four years yeah, and yeah. <laughs> in a, an equally very in an equally good university in the UK, it would be one hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. three and a half times less. Yeah, yeah. yeah they they uh, subsidize a lot too. A lot of them. Yeah, you know, it's like what six hundred dollars a year, basically, if you're a UK citizen or a, a kind of a dual citizen. Right, right, yeah. right. That's so much cheaper. That's what is it, sixty nine thousand here? Well, how much is it a year here now? Sixty nine thousand or? I think it's sixty two, uh, just for tuition and then room and board. <laughs> 15,000 for room and bro- boards wow. and yeah. then living expenses All right, and books aren't oh God, and everything so else yeah it's about 9,000 a year yeah, basically it's so freaking high <laughs> it's so high Jesus yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow and then would you so so instead of like the US would you go back to like England say or not back to England but to England is there a potential um, there or is it do they have kind of a weird flu well I want to say I would be open to go anywhere like okay. uh, I, I don't even maybe I'll do something different I don't know if I will I mean probably I want to probably get somewhere in the film industry, but uh, I would even consider going to, I don't know, like Hong Kong or Australia or mm. anywhere. Okay. Um, if, if I if I saw an opportunity to do something there. Yeah. So I'm really not locked into one place. Yeah. Okay. Hong Kong would be pretty timely to do a documentary about. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Strikes in the train department. Yeah. yeah. Depot. Oh, yeah. Wow. 
Australia's pretty nice. Uh, my dad did his student teaching there uh, in Australia, and it was like mm. really, really nice. There's a lot of opportunities, uh, and it's actually on Forbes as like top growing or top best country to live or something. Yeah, like that, yeah, right? it's right? actually it's great. Really the, the quality of living is very high. Very high. So that's probably wouldn't be a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. So. So um, you biked over here. Yeah. Are you yes. still doing triathlons or? Uh, unfortunately, I don't. No. no. Um, oh, did you used to do triathlons? Yeah, before oh, wow. before college, yes. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Uh, but uh, well, because. I live right by the sea, so it's just easy. I would just run and then get in the sea, Biking, swim, swim yeah. and then just get in the bike and just go in the mountains. It's so sick. <laughs> but, That's so sick. Uh, but yeah, here with the sea here, I can't really do that. Yeah, no. <laughs> Dive uh, into the Boston Harbor and get like, <laughs> pollution <laughs> on you. <laughs> yeah, so I stopped doing it. But uh, yeah. as I was telling you guys, I, I think I, I only got the bus once in September. Uh, oh, okay. All right, yeah. yeah. It's so much more convenient and quicker. And if you just dress up well it's just yeah right easy. it's on your schedule too you can bike from wherever basically i mean i, right. I brought my bike freshman year for for newton thinking i would take it and i'd never used it because it was like all hills but oh, i have mad tough. respect for biking everywhere <laughs> it's a not a bike friendly campus i don't know if you've ever felt that it's really not i mean there's so many hills and stairs and stuff well yeah i mean i'm actually not used to it because uh, the the main problem is that the what's the, the million dollars so yeah. what are they called be uh, good on that that'd be fun <laughs> well, I have a road bike, so no <laughs> But um, I always just go through the the parking lot, the elevators, so it's just oh. pretty quick uh, to get here. Okay. And then there's only a problem, basically, other than that. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember that was like kind of the thing, like um, you know, Dartmouth College in New Hampshire. It's one of the I've, I've heard of it, but yeah, yeah they got like the the recognition for the most bike friendly campus. Well, yeah, it's just all flat. There's no like hills uh, or stairs or anything. It's everything's like a ramp basically. Here, it's like damn hills everywhere. It's like yeah. it's like you know spikes <laughs> out was, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, right. I was thinking bike friendly, but they had like bike lanes and stuff like that. Traffic. Oh yeah, no, they have all that too. Oh, they do. No, yeah, yeah. They, they really encourage people to bike here. Uh-huh. We don't because <laughs> we just can't. We're on Chestnut Hill, so yeah, and it's yeah. kind of tough. So yeah, that's interesting. That's sweet. Uh huh. Take another music break, yeah. come back and wrap, wrap it, up. it up. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. All right, sweet. Stay tuned. What is up, First Stop? We're going to wrap up today's episode with Angelos. We're really happy that you were with us today. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, do you have anything to plug? Any YouTube channels? Any Instagram handles? Anything? Um, sure. I mean, if you uh, if you go to my Instagram, you can then... I have my uh, my my website on, okay. the, on the bio, so... Uh, People can check that out, I guess. Nice. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll take a picture after this and, and tag you in it. And Amazing. Then, um, yeah, that'll do it. Do you have anything to plug? Nope. Uh, no. Yeah, same old, same old. Same old, same old. TikTok, Jacob Show. Yeah, that's really it for me. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I don't have anything. If you want to pay me for my Venmo balance, it's Gross E1443. Again, uh, Gross E1443. I'm in desperate need of money, so Venmo <laughs> me any dollars you can give. Yeah. I'm really in broke. Um, so We'll see you next week at 11. Yeah, and next week will be regular at 11. We're not sure who's going to come on yet. Nope, I have some okay. ideas. That's right. We have some really good ideas. Um, yeah, and we'll see you, you at, at the, the next stop. stop.